0: hey guys this is bruce and i'm doing a live on monday i don't normally do this but i'm just gonna go ahead and do it i'm gonna answer some questions it's open topics so feel free to ask anything um let me see i'm gonna start off immediately by getting into the questions let me see Um, i've got a couple of comments on youtube that i'm gonna answer let me see somebody asked me what do you think what do you think about providing more secure more security training to acquisition professionals hmm. so that red flags are caught faster got it and acquisitions training to security professionals to help acquisitions teams better make make better decisions um, training uh, okay so yeah so what they mean is like whenever organizations are purchasing, services or products what happens is (laughs) what happens is sometimes they buy stuff that's not authorized and uh, they'll buy from unauthorized sources and uh, it leads to it can lead to bad things because um, then you don't have security in the supply chain meaning you could buy some products from us from a company or service that has already been compromised uh, has been hacked, or has a data breach, or you're partnering with a business that has some sort of a data breach, which is super bad. So, I think that's a great idea. And, and typically, the organizations I've been to, they the acquisition team is usually like integrated into either compliance, HR departments, um, or other other parts of the the organization, so that. And everybody has to know what the what the deal is as far as security acquisitions. And that's the mil the, the federal government is better about that. They're very strict about acquisitions and they have to be because you know they're providing, they have to have security throughout the entire process. And um it's super important with acquisitions. In the private sector, it's a little bit more loose. So I noticed that sometimes they'll they're okay with like buying some stuff from Best Buy. And then plugging it in, you know, which is crazy to me. But, yeah, that's actually a great idea. Let me just, I'm going to add a little thumbs up here. Yeah. Normally, they do get training in the places I've been to. Places... I've been to this is open topic, guys. So If you guys have any questions at all, I'm, I'm not going to be on here too long. If you have any questions about getting into cybersecurity, um, I'm I'm open right now. And another thing is, if you are interested in getting uh, free downloadables, getting like an introduction and in what this is all about, go to combocourses.net. Go ahead and check it out. You know, just just check it out. You know, you can just mess around with it before you try before you buy. Somebody asked me, what search do you recommend for being an analyst? You mean a cybersecurity analyst? Okay. So I was a cybersecurity analyst before. And what they do, if you're talking about the cybersecurity analyst, what they what we did was we were in a, what's called a security operations center. And what you're doing is you're looking at all the logs throughout the organization. You're looking at the internet working logs. That's the routers and switches. You're looking at firewall rules and whatever is stopping you're looking at um endpoint device rules that are coming in you're looking at server rules you're looking at all this data it kind of looks like the matrix you'll see the code going across it looks like that except it's all the logs throughout the whole organization you're watching those you have a usually you have you have like a, a seam or some sort of a device like a security information event manager or something that's pulling all that data in and it can actually analyze some of that data for you And then sometimes you're building out stuff to catch different security events. And that's what you're doing. So the certifications that were the best for that job that were specific were GCIA, which is um intrusion. Man, what is it? Man, let me let me look it up. GCIA. (laughs) I can't remember what it is from. It's from SANS, but it's one of the best. uh, It's one of the best. Uh, certifications out there, GCIA, 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 and there's another one too that I'll. Okay, intrusion an- analyst. Okay, I was on the right track. Intrusion analyst um, from Sands. If you're interested in that, just type in GCIA and you'll see what I'm. It's called Certified Intrusion Analyst. And then you've got a uh, intrusion, um, an incident handler, which is a GCIH. That's a that's a really good one. And then um, another good, good one is like the the hacker certifications, like a, um, a Pen is good. A uh, OC. Oh, man. What is it? OSCP. Is that what it's called? I can't. I'm, this is not my field of expertise. So um, OSCP, I believe it's called OSCP. It's like a hacker certification. It's a uh, it's a really good one. Um, but another one is ceh so those the reason why you you want to get one of those certifications because you you have to be familiar with with uh the types of hacking that you can do and then you'll know what if if you see the those incidents come in, you'll recognize it as a as an ethical hacker so so that, that's why those are really good another one C, CISSP. you know, you got your standard ones that's that's good I mean pretty much C I S S P kind of a general certification is mean, really good for making money don't get me wrong but it's it doesn't really specify it doesn't specialize so those are the ones that I would recommend if you're trying to be a, a security um and, and analyst um another one is security plus if you're entry level security plus another one is um CompTIA has one called the oh man CS a CSYA, C- that's Let me let me just Google <laughs> this. It's not my. It's that's not my my realm. That's why I'm kind of like, what is it again? And I don't have some of those certifications. So it's a Cy, a CySA, a CS. Let me see. Um, CompTIA, CompTIA, C. Uh, ysa, yeah, that's what it was. CYSA plus, CYSA plus, which is uh, it's it specializes for like uh, s- people who are going to work in sock analysts, like analysts, analysts. So, hope that answers your question. Let me see. Another question is any thoughts on Jeep? G- man, GYU must be really pumping out some some really good uh, marketing because every time I do these lives, somebody asks me about it. Um, I, I have some people in the military who, who got the certif- a, a degree or a certification from them, and it seems to be good. It's an accredited college. Their prices are pretty good. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's bad. There's a there's a dude here on TikTok, Chris. I can't remember that guy's name, but that guy got it. You know, master's degree in it and, and a certification. So it, what you're looking for really is a any accredited college. Very important. You don't have to necessarily get a cybersecurity degree um, they're just trying to, the organization usually just trying to check a box, to be honest with you. So when you go to a school, you just want to get somebody with a real good curriculum and somebody you can get as much from them as possible without spending too much money. That really should be your main focus. You know, don't, don't, you don't have to focus, you don't have to go to an Ivy league college or anything like that. You just want something that's, you really just want something that, uh, that's going to check that box for the organization. And also that you don't have you just have to get something in STEM. That's um, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. And if you get one of those with some experience in computers, then you can usually get a job in um, in a cybersecurity role. I'm um, getting my associate's degree in cybersecurity this semester. Man, congrats. It's it definitely levels you up with the degree, levels you up with money so that's what i'll say you don't have to get it a lot of people are trying to avoid it because there's so much bad talk about it and i i don't blame them The, the prices have really gone up with the books and this is kind of seems like a ripoff at this point but to be honest it's still relevant in this field it it's relevant because you have to go very deep in certain areas and you have to have multidisciplinary you have to know different things um in order to further your knowledge if that makes any sense So I would say a degree in this field is still relevant and it makes you more money. Like, even if you just got nothing but certifications at the end of the day, a degree, they're going to, if they're looking at you and someone else and both of you have the same uh, level of education or both of you have the same certs, the same uh, experience, but one person has an associate's degree, you know, that just gives you one leg up on that other person. So it, a degree is a good thing if you like money. Uh, what do you recommend for someone with no degree to get their foot in the door, uh, through the door of oh, cybersecurity? For, so first of all, you got to start off with IT, like basic IT is what you got to start off with. Um, nobody's exempt from not from knowing the knowledge. So you got to know the basics of information technology. And the basics are going to be um, you can study on your own, to be honest with you. Um, And like I was saying before, a degree is going to get you, is going to, you know, it's going to boost you up. If you have an associate's or a bachelor's or master's or something, it's going to give you more doors will open up. But it doesn't mean all doors are closed because you don't have a degree. But what you need to get is the knowledge from number one, get the knowledge. And one place you can do, you can get that knowledge is a CompTIA A plus and just start study the common body of knowledge that's there. It's just a real, the way that they put it together is, is really well done. And um, that's one of the first certifications that I got, and um, it, it once I had a baseline of what I'm supposed to do and how computers basically work, it it just it was like a light bulb came on for me. So, and let me show you kind of what what it, what kinds of things that they're going to teach you in there. They're going to teach you hardware. They're going to teach you networking, mobile device, mobile devices, operating systems. Um, Troubleshooting, virtualization, in cloud software troubleshooting, security, and operating uh, operational procedures. It's changed over the years, and that's the thing about CompTIA is they're constantly updating their materials, which is which is great, and they're keeping up with the with technology. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if very soon AI is implemented in, in a lot of this stuff because that's you know if, if at some point uh, there there won't be you won't be able to say the word computer without that without AI. Okay, let me see. You still in the field, bro? I am still in cybersecurity. I I I, I got off work three hours ago. Like, <laughs> I'm still I'm still grinding. I'm not just a content creator. I, I work. I mean, I I work for right now in the public sector for a government uh, a government department. And um, before that, I was in the private sector doing cybersecurity consulting. And before that, I was an information system security officer for a government agency. So, yeah, I, I do this for real. So everything I'm telling you is is real. This is like what's really happening right now in our. So you feel free to ask me any questions about this field because I'm really doing this. Um, do you have uh, do you have to know code and cybersecurity? No, you don't have to know code and cybersecurity. And case in point, I don't know code. I don't know code. I'm not good at math. I'm you know, my, my logic skills are OK. My, my not my lot my logic skills are nice i have to admit <laughs> you know I, my logic skills are nice but my my math skills you know i gotta brush up on my 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 algebra my pre-algebra <laughs> i mean i know enough to help my kids but the thing is you don't need that in this field you don't have to be a mathematician what you really need is emotional intelligence to be, keep it a buck um you need to know the basics of it that's for sure okay uh you you the more experience you have in information technology, the better, I would say. But hardcore programming and knowing how to code—you don't. That being said, I I've messed around with code, but on my own free time. Like I I wrote my own um, application, and I realized how bad I sucked at it. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm really bad. So I wrote it. Right, it took me three months to write my own code because I had to learn from scratch. Right, I had I learned like Swift. I had to put I had to put my application on two different on goop on um an iPhone and then I had to write there two different codes so if it's on an Android you have to write on different code and if it's on an iPhone you have to write it so I had to learn two different to do this simple thing it took me three months to do it and in the end uh I ended up handing it to I paid someone else to do it and they did it in a week, much better than me. So it was like, <laughs> anyway. So no, you don't have to know how to code to get in cybersecurity. And the reason why is because there's there's many different branches of cybersecurity. So you've got to break it down in the most broadest general sense possible. You got to re- super technical cybersecurity people, which goes into things like uh, your you you got cybersecurity code people like literally people who look at application source code to f- see if there's any anything going wrong in it you've got technical people who uh do firewalls who have to know palo alto for example firewalls or whatever you've got people who have to know ips's ids's you got people c- c- cybersecurity analysts actually have to be pretty technical um you've got uh network uh Security people who have to be very, very technical. You got virtualization and cloud people who are security guys who have to be very technical. But then you got managers. Managers typically they have some knowledge. They they can a lot of them are very smart. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Like some of them have a lot of experience being technical, but they I've also had managers who were in cybersecurity who were my manager or my supervisor who were not technical. They were not tech, they were managers, but in a cybersecurity role. So typically, those guys have a master's degree. They have more. They have more experience being a manager than they do have being hands-on, and they're putting that role because they're they're technical enough to like understand the technology. But they but I also have had managers who could run circles around me technically. So so managers are kind of of you know they're a mixed bag. And then you have policy guys. You have policy guys like myself and i've had policy guys who were super duper technical but they didn't they don't need to because we write we're like technical writers like a lot of times we're writing uh we're we're having to have all these meetings with technical people c level execs and managers and we have to like be able to code switch you know we have to be able to talk to the technical guys on in their language and sometimes do a little research and we have to know enough to like understand what's the vulnerability and how to fix it and stuff like that. So you do have to be a little technical, but not like hands-on technical. You have to understand what's going on. And then you've got to talk to C-level execs who have to, they want to get to the point. You got to be extremely professional, get straight to the point uh, and be able to break down a complex, uh, something that's complex in a way that everyone in the room can understand it. So you don't have to, you don't have to be a coder because there's different aspects of cybersecurity and I hope that makes it that makes sense. Um what's your thoughts on a data breach the Al, Alvia data breach? What's what's happening to Alvia? Hmm, I'm going to have to make some content about this. Oh, Al, Alvaria Alvaria. What is Alvaria? It's um hmm. There's a data breach from Alvaria, huh? Announces a data breach. Hive ransom. Ooh, I gotta read about this one. Oh, thanks for that information, man. I didn't know about this. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm gonna read about that one and research it. Okay. Um, cybersecurity can be broken down into GRC security operations. Security architecture and training and other support. So JP, who's a cybersecurity guy, has broken it down into three the three the these three parts: GRC, security operations, security architecture, training, and other support. Um, that's valid. That's valid. One of the places that I go to to have one of the most comprehensive breakdowns of cybersecurity would be. It's called the Nice Work. F- uh, the nice workforce, um, nice cybersecurity framework. And they have seven different categories, and the seven different categories break it down into like 30, 32 um, specializations. And the categories, just a few, just to name a couple of them, is support, like JP just said. Another one is, um, is protecting, uh, protect and defend. Which is your cybersecurity analyst, your defense, your blue team type people, and and then uh, you've got um, it's got it breaks it down into oh man what's another one oh cr- uh, investigators investigators are like your your forensics your data forensics type people crime investigators um, that's that's a totally valid part of cybersecurity um, one a couple ones that they don't mention are your scientists they don't really mention architects. They don't really mention, um, one, I was surprised. They don't really mention um, crypto analysts. Crypto analysts are the guys who uh, break and create code. Well, you got cryptographers and then you've got crypto analysts. One breaks codes and one creates codes, but that stuff's not in the categories. But all of those are part of cybersecurity. It's just a huge field. So it's not all people who know code. To be honest with you, in 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 that one, actually in the cybersecurity workforce, they also add support, which JP talks about. He, they they add um pro- project managers, system anal system analysts. They add um network operators, and the reason why they add those because security is everyone's pro. It's everyone's problem. I was going to say it's everyone's job in an organization. So that's why they mention it in there because it's it's all of our jobs. So. Um. let me see other questions I saw your link in bio do you have something where I can do start to finish to get into it Um, start to finish to get into it I have I have some um something to see if you want to get into this I personally don't have anything like I'm working on some stuff I'm working on something that could show you like like take somebody who has some knowledge of IT and then and then teach them the basics like i'm i'm going to teach from the perspective of best practices because i think that's a really good way to teach people cybersecurity because if you know the best practices um even if you don't know the concepts super well if you know the what to put on a system then you can secure any system because you'll know the best practices of every system whether it's a server or it's an endpoint device. That's your computer, or it's your phone. So that's how I'm going to teach it. But that's it's going to take me a while to develop all that stuff. So, all right, let me see. Somebody asked me, um, "What do you recommend from CompTIA to purchase for certification?" It depends on what level you are, sir. It really depends on what level you are. I would say if you know absolutely nothing, if you are if you are a dummy at it okay they have something for everybody that's why i always mention comptia because that's where i started and they have something for every level so if you have let's say you got not only do you not know anything but you know you're not tech savvy like you you have trouble doing anything even on your phone you have trouble doing like stuff seems to quote unquote break when you touch it like you don't know nothing you don't know the terminology you don't know anything right for whatever reason so they have something for you they have comptia um information technology fundamentals. That's what it's called. And they basically start you off with not even doing nothing technical. It's just terms. They just, te- they just breaking down the terms. It's a very cheap certification. It's, it's, it's not very long. It's very easy. It's not going to get you any jobs, right? It's, it's, but it's like a beginner course. Then they have something. The next level is like, I'm serious. I'm a geek. I'm already messing around with my computer. I'm already messing around. I'm very serious about this. I'm, I'm, I'm in this for real. Like, I'm about to dedicate a whole bunch of time. I'm about to read books. That's a plus. Um, CompTIA A plus is for somebody who is a beginner. You don't know nothing about nothing. You don't know the difference between a server and a client. You don't know that you don't know different IP addresses. Like you don't know like that. There's private IP addresses and public IP addresses. You don't know nothing. You don't know the difference between a cross domain solution and a firewall because you're like, what's a cross domain solution? I don't know what the hell that is. You don't know, like you don't know, you don't know what the difference between a switch and a router is. If you, if that's you, if this is you, you need to take the CompTIA A+, but you want to get into it and you're you're hardcore about it. Maybe you already made your own network. You already, you know, that's that's A+ certification and it's marketable. People are saying it's not marketable right now. If you go to Indeed.com, you type in CompTIA A+, you will find jobs for CompTIA A+. If you get that certification with little or no experience. It's it's marketable. Right. Not in every state. Right. Then let's say you don't you already know the difference between a router and a switch. You already know how to, you mess. You're the resident geek. People come to you to fix their computer. Your mom comes to you. Your dad comes to you and says, hey, could you baby, could you fix this computer for me? I'm, I'm having trouble. And that's you. You come in, you fix this stuff. You are an I.T. person. You are a geek. Right. You, you don't need CompTIA A+. You need to go to Security+. Plus. So it depends on your level. Now let's say you already have a Security Plus. You've been in this industry for quite some, quite some time and now you want to level up even further, they have something called the CASP. The CASP is up there with the CISSP. So it's it's up there. You know, the, with the CASP, you can you can approach six figures if not get six figures with the CASP, that's provided that you have a certain level of experience and a certain level of knowledge, of course like that, you know. So um which certification depends on your level, so I hope that answers your question. All right, let me see. Will a boot camp with X help help with certs? I mean, I think any boot camp will help you with certs. I don't think you need. And I, I don't want to stomp on anybody's toes, and I'm not telling you not to get one, uh, a boot camp or whatever. But, but let me just tell you, they are overpriced for the same price that you would spend on a boot camp. Like, listen. If you wanted to, if you're already in a boot camp, more power to you. If you have, can afford to get one, cool. I've been in boot camps before, but it was paid by another organization. <laughs> so I'm just gonna tell you the truth, all right, from somebody who's done them before, who's been in this industry for a while. If you're spending nine to ten grand on a boot camp, you might as well go to get a degree. You might as well spend that money to go put it forward to get a degree because a degree is worth more than any certification they're gonna give you with the exception of maybe the CISSP or some professional level cert right and if, if that's if that's you then you probably aren't going to be watching me so um i would say if you're going to don't spend money on a bootcamp if you if you have a choice like go to a college like if you have nine if it's 9k okay if it's $2000 for the bootcamp maybe maybe it depends if it's if it's $2000 for security plus Maybe, 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 because, you know, a degree is going to cost way more than that. So, but if, if you're going to drop like five or more thousand, I say, nah, don't, don't do it. Don't just think about investing into a an, a an associate's degree or something, you know, or if if your company's paying for it, like go for it. So that's just my two cents is how I feel about boot camps. I just don't feel like it's worth what you can learn the same thing from a book. Now, a lot of times in the boot camps, I will give you this if it's a good one, they'll give you all kinds of like books. they get you all kinds of insider knowledge. they give you all kinds of like if some of them are really good and and they're gonna like make sure you get that certification. you know what I mean? like if it's one of those, maybe, maybe. Um, do you code in cybersecurity or is it just basic IT support? Do I code? Do I code? Um, if that's your question, do I code? Um, I, I don't have to code. I There are a couple systems that require, um, scripting, but, uh, I don't have to do the scripting. Like it's not required. It's not a requirement of my job. Um, I make six figures for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, um, for the last decade, I've been making six figures as an information system security officer, which is GRC. I do not, I have not in any of those jobs had to, it wasn't a job requirement for me to code. I tell you this to say that you don't have to code to to make good money or to be in cybersecurity. Do I do basic IT? It's, it's not basic because I'm dealing with uh A lot of usually I'm dealing with an enclave, like I'm dealing with a certain group of systems and we have to manage the security across those systems. And we've got we've got firewalls we have to deal with. Sometimes my last organization, we have we have servers, we have uh, endpoint devices, we have you name it. We have it all on this gigantic general support system. And we, we have all these different problems, like problems you would not even think of. We have them. We got to figure out as a team. I'm not the only one on the team. Right. So we have specialists who can code. We have, you know, developers who who, that's their specialty. We have firewall guys. I don't have to be the firewall guy. There's another. There's a guy who does that. So they need me to tell them uh, what uh, NIST 853 is being violated because they didn't put a certain thing on the firewall. That's that's kind of where I'm at. So. Um, is it complicated? It can get complicated, but the hardest part of the job is really dealing with people to be, to keep it a hundred percent real with you. Uh, the hardest part is not the technical side. The hardest part is dealing with, uh, with the organization and the people. That's, that's really the hardest part for what, what I do. Uh, let me see back to, let me, I'm only going to answer a few more questions, guys. I didn't I didn't intend for this one to be like one of those two-hour sessions. We, but if you want to have a longer session, I do these every Saturday at 1 p.m. Mount Standard Time. And I usually stay on for like an hour or two hours, and we just sit here and talk and stuff. And it's great. this is I just I got off work like a few hours ago, like you know, so I'm not gonna do this one too long. Uh let me see. I answered that question. I think what's this one? What are your thoughts on DGU? G- G- what the hell? It's a good it's a good college. Go try it out, you know? Talk to a uh academic counselor, you know? I, I don't I don't think it's bad. I've got a few few people who went through it. Seems like it's it's on the cheaper side. I mean, on the it's on the affordable side, I should say, um to get a certification and then I mean a degree, and then they also throw in certifications in there. So I think it's pretty good. seems like a good college i you know I', I never been there um, I have a security degree and security plus. I can't find a job. My previous job was accounting. Do you have Gemini? All right, I hope you're still on because i i can I can really help you out if you if this is you okay, let me just answer to anybody like this if you already have a degree and you have a security plus, the next question I would like to ask you if you have any experience whatsoever. In IT and in information technology, because it's important, because you got to put that on your resume. So now the next step, whether you have whether you, whatever your status is on your uh, experience, you got to put it on your resume. That's the next step. So you got to put the keywords on your resume. Now you're asking, now the next question should be, what are keywords? Bruce, like what What do I put on my resume? If this is you, if you're asking me this, go to convocourses.net. It's, link is in the description. Just go. Go over here. It's a free downloadable. It's my resume. It's the resume I've used to get the pe- for the past 10 years. I've been using this resume. Of course, I've updated it and all that kind of stuff. It's an ATS style resume. It's got keywords that I've been using. And what I want you to do is not copy it word for word. But you should get some idea of what kinds of things you should put on your resume. Because my resume has worked. All right. Now, another place you can go to to get free resumes, like real world resumes, people are putting out there and getting jobs is on linkedin go to linkedin and then type in cybersecurity analyst or just type in cyber security look for jobs go hunt down jobs and then look for people's well no actually don't look for jobs just yet you want to get people's resumes right you want to get keywords so let's go to jobs next first go to people you'll see a bunch of people with their resume they're listing out their real resumes with key look for the keywords that they're using for your industry that you're trying to get into. Take those keywords, steal them, steal their keywords. Look at how they word the things and then put those things, work those into your resume. And that's how you make a better resume. Now that you have the keywords in your resume, you want to put it. Now, this is the part that no one listens to me. People don't, but when they do, they're they're on these lives. You'll see him from time to time saying, Bruce, I took your advice and now I've got a million freaking jobs every day. In a recession, while banks are closing down, when Google's not hiring anybody, every day people are spamming me with job opportunities. I'm telling you this works. It works. The next thing you need to do with your resume, all right, whether you have experience or not, if you have a degree, if you have a security plus, you got those keywords on your resume. You put them on there. Put it everywhere. Everywhere. I I hope you're listening to me. If you put it everywhere, people will see it. Isn't that, that should be blowing your mind. Like, wait a minute. If I put it everywhere, people are actually going to see it. That's right. That's the secret. There's no secret. You just put it on Dice, on Amazon, uh, Amazon, (laughs) put it on dice.com, put it on indeed.com, put it on, um, Man, put on Monster.com, put on Career Builder. put on U.S. Jobs, put on every job site, the top 20 job sites in your country. Put them on there. Put your resume on there. Now, resume has to be good. All right. And I'm not promising you if you have no experience, it's going to be very difficult for you to get any kind of opportunities because that's important. So but that's not to say you won't get them because there are jobs that don't require experience, um, but they do require you to have the knowledge. So that it'll work. I'm telling you. And then, on top of that, there's another step where you actually apply for those jobs. You got to be aggressive about it. And if you want to know more about this, I've got a book about it. If you go to Amazon, actually, I've got a discount on the book. Go to combocourses.net. And then I've got a ton of, I've got a, a book that Mark tells you exactly what I'm telling you in greater detail and walks you through what you need to do. I've got a course that also does it that's telling you screen for screen what I'm doing. I'm literally setting my own personal resume, putting it out there, and that's how I literally got the job I currently have. It works is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, what what are some alternative routes outside of getting a degree? Um, alt- for getting in cybersecurity? Um, so what I would do is I would go to... Indeed.com. You can do this on LinkedIn, on Dice, or whatever. But if you go to Indeed.com, let me show you something. There's a filter. You're not going to get a high-paying job doing this, by the way. So you go to Indeed. If you guys are following along with me, if you're listening to me, um, I'm I'm actually showing it on my screen, but I'll walk you through it uh, so you can hear. You can visualize what we're, what we're talking about here. So you go to Indeed.com. Indeed. Let me see if I can switch. I really hate this feature. on. Uh, on t- I've been trying to fix this and make it a, something better. But anyway, I'm on Indeed. I'm sorry, this is not going to look good if you're on TikTok. <laughs> Let's say you're in Ohio, right? So you want to type in, if you have no experience, you're going to have to go for a normal IT job. So I'm just going to put IT support specialist. All right, where? Ohio. And then I'm going to hit search. Now, see these filters right here? These filters... Uh, You got to pay very close attention to these because the next thing you want to do is you want to filter by uh, not employment type. You want to filter by posted. No Um, experience level. No experience. See this right here. See where it says no experience. No experience. No experience. And then search. That's one thing you can do. Now, let's say you have experience, but you don't have a degree. So that's even better because then you can just say, you can just say, well, I'm a mid tier, I'm a I'm an entry level person, but I I have experience, but I don't have a certification. That's fine. Just don't list your certification. You know, like just search for stuff that doesn't have a certification. You go through these. That's good. your search is going to be much harder because you have to go through all of these jobs. This is in Ohio, by the way. You got to go through all these jobs and figure out which ones don't require a certification. That's how you. That's how you do it but you got to have your your you have to have your uh your um, resume up like I just told you. If you have your resume on there, if you have your uh profile set up, then all this will be easy. Damn, I'm trying to switch the damn screen here on TikTok and it is a pain to do this. I really got to Okay, there we go. There we go. All right. My phone is about to die, so I can only answer a few more questions. Um, Let me see. Fashionable says, uh, what sources do you follow to keep up to date with all things cybersecurity? So that's a great question. I get this from time to time. Um, There's a there's a few. um, Google News, really just Google News and then type in cybersecurity. That's one. Um, I, I listen to the news every every day just to kind of get a baseline of the news and I pay special attention to technology. Um, so I'll just look for Google technology news. That's probably my, my top one. Another one is uh, cisagovernor csia.gov will give you all the top vulnerabilities that are happening right now. Another one is if you type in um, CVEs, this is one I use almost every day for my job. Now we've got tools that pull in the CVEs. CVEs are um, common vulnerabilities that are out there, any kind of vulnerabilities that come in from vendors. you know so I'm I'm always having to be up on what's going on with the vulnerabilities that are right now that are pertain to our assets that the organization I work for. So that's another place uh, that I use. I mean another source of data that I use. Another one is if you want to just know technical news, like some of the cooler stuff that's going on with like chat GPT or whatever. Um, One is called um, Security Now from the Twit guys. Um, Those guys have been around a long time. Um, That's a good one. If you want deeper stuff, like really philosophical cybersecurity stuff, there's this dude named Bruce Schneier, who I, I watch from time to time. Really good blog. He's been running for a long time. Bruce Bruce is the guy who wrote um, Two Fish, which is a crypto. He's a cryptographer, I believe, or a crypto analyst. The dude's a really brilliant. Let me see if I can find him. His name is like ridiculous Schneier. (laughs) It's not. All right, there. there he is, Schneier. Okay, this dude right here, this old dude, man, he's a brilliant, brilliant man. Uh, And this guy, he he invented Two Fish. And he's a cryptographer and he'll do he'll do book he'll write books about um, techno about cybersecurity in particular. He's, he's super smart on it, and uh, he's got some really good insights in the into not only cybersecurity, but the impact of of technology on society, which is really interesting. Um, good stuff, really good stuff. This is when I want to go like way deep into like malware or like. How how different malware attacks are like when that Stuxnet stuff happened. He had some good stuff to say about that or when stuff globals, viruses break out, he'll break down some of the some of the stuff uh, with, that's going on with it. Um, This dude's good. So anyway, that's some of the sources that I have that I'm, that I frequent that I check out every now and then. Let me see a couple more questions and I gotta, I gotta bounce. Um, let me see here. Let me see what's going on with TikTok real quick. Damn, that's a lot of. I need to do more of these, man. This is crazy. I'm getting so many people. What do you think about WGU? You know, that's a unique question that I've never been asked for. <laughs> WGU security program, and especially for a beginner with no experience. It's great. I think um, schools like WGU, uh, another one's. I don't want to endorse any other schools, um, to be honest with you. Some of them are just overpriced and uh, you can do better. But uh, WGU seems like a fairly okay pricing for adults. And it's online, online schooling. It's an accredited college. I know a few people who took it and have a, a master's or a bachelor's degree from there. They have, uh, they have curriculums that allow you to actually get cloud certifications or security plus or where, while you're getting a degree. That's great. Another great thing about these degrees is that if you start on the degree, you could put it on your resume. You start like day one, you'd be like working on my degree. You could put the degree stuff, like you put the degrees, uh, you put um, um education, and then it'll say, you know, you could say BSIT or BS Cybersecurity, you know, and working on it, and that's that is valid. You could put that, and that way, when employers are looking for you, it'll they'll look for. Oh, I need somebody with a bachelor's degree in cybersecurity or a bachelor's degree, whatever, and then they'll find you because you your degree your your port profile or degree. I mean, your resume or profile will have the degree on there, but it'll say working on it. And a lot of organizations will hire you and say, "Look, we need you to finish your degree within two years, whatever, and we'll help you pay for it." But this disposition position requires that you have a degree or a CISSP or whatever. But you put on your on your profile and on your resume, working on bachelor's degree, working on cyber on your CISSP. You could put that, working on your security plus. And I know because it worked for me. So one of my first jobs outside of the military, my second job actually outside of the military, uh, I, they took my inter before the interview because I experienced with the risk management framework. And uh they uh, they said, well we this this requires that you have a Like can you get it and I've noticed you don't have a CISSP. Can you get one within X amount of? Uh, when they wanted me to get one within six months right? <laughs> I said, yeah I can get one in six months <laughs> And um, I they hired me and I'm I'm a dope worker I'm dope so. Uh, you know, I get in there, I'm, I take it seriously, I'm I'm really good at at communicating with people, so so they're like, okay, this guy's good, you know, but he doesn't have a CISSP, and then six months passed, and they're like, hey, are you working on it? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, you know, I'm gonna take it real soon, you know, I plan on taking it in a few, whatever, and I start, I'm still studying it, and this stuff is like so deep, I'm like, oh man, I mean, it's so much, it's not deep, it's just a lot, so I'm still studying, like, oh my, I'm mean, gonna pass this thing, and then I started getting nervous. I was too nervous to take the test. I was like, Man, I can't, I, I was terrified to take the damn test. And then, uh, because the more I knew about it, the more I was like, Damn, this is it's really hard, and I got my own head about it. And then, uh, one year later, my boss comes to me, he's like, Hey, man, like you're supposed to take the CISP, like, where are you? Where is it? And I said, I said, It's all right if I take the security plus first. He said, Yeah, you can, but look, you gotta get a CISSP. All right. Just take how about this? Just I gotta tell my boss something. My boss told me, I gotta tell my boss something. So I gotta tell the government something. So you gotta go ahead and take the security plus. Then go ahead and take CISP, okay? I said, yes. So I went and took the CI. I went and studied like I don't know, two months or something for security plus. Took it, passed it. I was like, okay, that was that wasn't too bad. And then uh I got that, and then my boss was on me. He was like, "Okay, now you got to take CISP." So then I studied for like another couple months or something, and then I took the CISSP and passed it. So So that's what you can do. That's a little trick. You just put working on CISSP, working on Security Plus, working on bachelor's degree or master's degree, whatever it is, and that put that on your resume, and I'm telling you, you could get sometimes they'll pay for your stuff. A lot of a lot of the certifications I got an organization paid for it. Um, is, is it worth taking the CISP exam without required and verified work experience? I already have the security plus. Oh, this is a great segue into what we were just talking about. Um, is it worth it? Um, I There's some kind of requisites that you have to do before you take the so You have to have a certain amount, I think it's five years of experience before you take it. You can get some sort of man, they have some kind of program where you can still sit for the test, but they don't give it to you until you hit those milestones. Is it worth it? To be honest with you, Vaughn uh Vaughn, if if that I, I don't know how if, if that's how you pronounce it. Okay, so what I would do, sir is maybe go ahead and take another certification while you're building up your service. Cert- once you get within about, I would say, once you get within about a year or two of the requirements, then go ahead and take it. But if you're like a year in and you got a Security Plus, don't, just take another certification for now. Like you can, there's other things you can do that are pretty good as far as making money. One of them is CEH. Like people shit on the CEH, but CEH is actually not. It It's very marketable. I'll put it to you that way. CEH is one you can do. Um I I believe you could sit for the C risk which is also pretty good. That's a that's a 100k certification. CEH C uh I think you could take the CASP. I don't know if they have the 5 year requirement or what's their deal, but I would look into the CASP. If you're trying to level up from the Security Plus, CEH cuz now it's time to specialize ceh will specialize in ethical hacking um somebody said cya plus i don't have i don't have a background in that so i can't speak on that marketability wise it's too new for me but uh i've heard a lot of good things about it and I actually i know a person another youtuber who got that certification and got a great job so um i yeah so i i know people who who have that one who are doing good with that one. So CYSA is a specialization in analyst work, cybersecurity analyst work. Um, CEH is a specialization entry level into pen testing. Um, Another one is C, uh, man, I don't know if C-Risk is entry level. C-Risk is from ISACA, but I don't know if that one's entry level or not. But that would be another one to look into. Another one is called a, a cap, the ISC2 cap, which I have. Uh, it's been renamed to uh, uh, ISC2 CGRC. It's a GRC certification. So that's another one that you could do before you take the CISP. If if you're a year and a year and a half, I wouldn't recommend doing CISP yet. So somebody said CYSA plus is basically a blue team focused cert i not know that i didn't know that oh yeah that makes sense that makes sense because you're defend your defender right so you're you're monitoring you're in the analyst work and all that because that's what they do that's blue team stuff all right guys that's it my phone's about to die um this is great i didn't know i would get this much interaction on a, on a monday after work so maybe i'll do more of these and um i've got more for sure, more streams coming on YouTube. So if you guys are on TikTok, you want to watch stuff like this. I got way more coming out on YouTube. And um, I'll try to do another one of these where TikTok in YouTube through the week. If you guys want more of this kind of stuff, this continues after this live. I've got a Discord channel. I've got tons of free stuff for you. Go to combocourses.net, Check it out. I've got books If you happen to be a freak, if you frequent um, Amazon, I've got books on there and all of it's talking about stuff that we're talking about here. So that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. I will be back. Uh, Same bad time, same bad channel. (laughs) See you guys later.